sisters and business partners as we also run a recruitment business with a twist together. Wonderful. So Lars, what can you expect from our show? So much stuff, Em. Advice, tips and wisdom on business and recruitment with some life hacks thrown in for good measure and a lot of laughs. Oh yeah. We hope you enjoy it. I'm back, baby. It's Laura Leyland back on the podcast, a fresh perspective on business with my co-host, Tony Good. Back once again, like the renegade master. Hello. We don't know where Emily is. I think she's camping. I've not heard from her. She so is I hope camping. She's okay. She is camping. She okay, is camping. Good. And it is my. I'm in this. I'm in. It's my time in the in the calendar anyway. It, it is, is it definitely is. mine. But she wasn't on last time. She wasn't because she was Bieber training, Bieber judging, Biebering. You were judging. You were judging people. You were, that's an important thing. It was an important thing. I know. You, 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 it's important. Um, hello, everyone. It's June. You know, people say, oh my God, how is it June already? But how is it June already? I don't know. I've got it's shorts the, on. It's, the, it's sunny. It's the freshies. Woo! It's summer. Wow, there's so much going on. Let's go. So, Tony, for people who aren't regular listeners, yeah, yes. would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, hello. My name is Tony Greenwood. I'm 38 years old from Chorley in Lancashire. <coughs> I'm, the, <coughs> I'm the head of broadcast and entertainment at Fresh, but during the day, I'm head of sales and business development for Beartown Brewery in By Congleton. By day, he sells beer and at night is a broadcaster. <laughs> and... Um, I'm quite proud and privileged to be good friends of Team Fresh, so I do some stuff from time to time with them, and also hot desk at the office, which has benefits for them, um, more than benefits for me, let's be honest. <laughs> Adding sparkle and happiness and joy, were mostly wherever I go. And, and pacing. <laughs> I like to pace up and down the office when I'm on the phone mm. to get my steps in. Yes, it's very good. But I'm a big gentle, not I'm tall, a, tall, tall, and mus- hench, hench, and and ripped. Mm. Mm. You want Tony's number? Yeah, you listen, Taylor, Taylor on LinkedIn. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, so I've got you know my frame dictates that I, I my, I've got a heavy pace around the office. Yeah, you do. It sounds like there's an elephant. I know that's what Tom. Sa- that's what Tom says. But no, it's it's all good. Head of steps. Head of steps. <laughs> um. So, yeah, 147, which is, uh, if you like snooker, it's a good number. Um, Why is it a good number if you like snooker? Maximum break. What does that mean? Okay. So, this is, if if you know what that means in snooker. To me, the break is when you you, uh, hit the white ball for the first time, break up all the Oh, right. Well, a break in snooker is the number of consecutive balls that you can pot without missing one. Right, okay. Got it. And I know you have to pop me in a certain order, don't Correct. you? Correct. Yeah, see, I know some things. Hashtag snooker chat on <laughs> Fresh Perspective on Business Podcast. Who'd have thought that this morning when you press a little play button on your phone? Um, oh. But I must say this, ladies and gentlemen, pin your ears back. Here we go. This is episode number 147 of a Fresh Perspective on Business Podcast. But Laura, please, would you like to share with me and everyone what that is in Spanish, please? Sí, señor. Mm. Episodio número 147. God, it sounds so different to when Vicky Taylor says it. Do you know what, though? Vicky did a great job. I think she's getting better at the Spanish. <laughs> and you know what I think helped her last time, the time before, was that I sent me. her a voice note oh. as well instead of just writing it down. So I didn't help, you think? No. Well, obviously, you were there for moral support. I was. I was there for moral support. I really want to go to Spain. People are going on holiday you're going, now. You're going to Ibiza. 
I am. Right. So let's not let's not get bogged down in I want to go. You know. I mean, literally. Christ. Okay. That was going to be my segue. Oh, but oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. So today's episode is oh, 147. What's it about? It's about miracles. miracles. So it yeah. was inspired by um, Calvin Harris's new song, which we can't sing because it's too high pitched, and we also don't know the words. No, and it's too new. Yeah. So I've got in my head, all I need is a miracle, all I need is you, but it's the wrong song. And the reason why I'm inspired by Calvin is because I'm going to see him at Ushuaia <laughs> next week. <laughs> so excited That is going to be min- And do you know what I'm doing after Ushuaia? <laughs> going to see David Guetta. Oh my God, in the same day? In the same day. Oh, oh, so like, I'll be dead though, next day. brand new news. But, yeah, because I didn't realise, because I think... He's on at high, and it only starts like midnight, and Ushuaia's finished by then. That's got that's got curfew because it's outside. Yeah, so we go there, come out, cross the road, go and Use see David. space, yeah. yeah. David Getty used to be at Ushuaia. I've been to Ibiza many, many times, and uh, I think I was first went to a defected show in maybe 2012 at Ushuaia. Oh, my God, Sam Devine was on. It was just mint. Oh, I've seen Avicii at Ushuaia. That was amazing. Oh. So good. What a venue. I mean, the... The most outrageously priced drinks, I think, on planet Earth. But what a venue to party. Yeah. What well, we're gonna, we've got all-inclusive at our hotel, so I need to stock up on the drink before I go. Yeah. I've not been clubbing properly for a long time, so I'm not sure how I'm going to fare. But Ooh, It's going to be mega. It'll be good. It'll be good. We, so, um, yeah, so today's episode, I wanted to talk about miracles because I wanted to... And in a business sense, are you expecting miracles in your business? Are you just expecting them to come in? Have you read the secret, the law of attraction, and you think that by just thinking things are going to happen, uh, and you're not taking action to make them happen? Okay. So instead of expecting or wanting a miracle, have a dream that you can achieve. And a plan. A roadmap, as I like to say to my team. Yeah, 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 yeah. But before we do that... Well, before we do that, we were both late to the podcast studio this morning, and I was, I was in the, oh well, well I, I was in the shower. We every, uh, we all shower, don't we? I was in the shower, and I was thinking, to, I was thinking to myself, how easy it is for men to get ready, right? Because obviously, as you know, my hair is very, very short, and you'll see, uh, folks, from the picture if you've never seen me before, I have minimal hair on my head. So literally, all I have to do is have a shower, moisturize. Yes, I'm one of those guys. That is important. It is. It is. Put clothes on. Also important. Also important. Arguably just as important. Leave. It's as oh. simple as that. That is literally my... Ca- and, and you know, I'm on shorts, T-shirt. I'm not even have to do a tie or anything like that. I'm literally out the door. Yeah, just shorts and T-shirt. And I've left. And I'm like... And I was speaking to someone else this week about, like, could, could men do the stuff that women do? I'm like, No. Imagine men having the patience to do all the makeup and do the hair and straighten the hair. And do like the men couldn't be arsed doing that, could they? I can't be arsed. Oh. <laughs> Although it doesn't actually... T- I think, Ashley, um, my and Emily's new peer, yes, we are yeah. fancy Hello. now. <laughs> I said to Dave Scholes, shout out to him, Six Hi, Connections, he wanted to come in for a chat. And I'm like, we'll get my PA to, <laughs> to arrange it. And he was like, I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> Who, who are who you? Who are you? You're look, too fancy. Look at your ivory tower. I can't even get in there. I get my PA to call you. I'm far too important for that <laughs> shit now. I don't speak to you. <laughs> I don't, you just turn up to my premises, right? And they'll tell me who's here. 
Oh, Jesus. Hello, Laura, your 11.30 is here, Mr. Scholes. Oh, thank you. Send him in. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Look at me. So, sometimes I come, go to the gym and I go straight to work and I, just, and I get ready at work if I, if I need to be ready for meetings. So I do my makeup and Ashley was very impressed and surprised at how fast I am and doing my makeup. Right. It probably Fair. takes me five to ten minutes, which I think is pretty good, but then it takes me five to ten minutes to dry my hair. You've so got I, a lot of it. I yeah. d- t- it takes, it takes me, me a couple of seconds. At least 20 more minutes than you to get ready. Oh, at least. At least. Well, oh. Brushing my hair probably takes five minutes as well. I literally, a shower must take me. I mean, we're, we're, we're going down a rabbit hole here, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get us to the end and pull us out. My, <laughs> Come on in, fella. We've got some water for you. We um, a shower must take me all of three minutes. Oh my god, it oh, takes oh. me ten, <laughs> at least maybe fifteen if I need to shave my legs, which I did this morning. <laughs> okay, thank you. Well, you get a real insight, guys, into what's going on pre-podcast recording. Not that we have to show our legs at all on the broadcast; it's audio only. But um, well done. We um, <laughs> it's usually at this part of the. Uh, of the podcast where we, we tell you what we've been doing and you have got a real insight into that. Um, but very recently, a, a mammoth achievement happened at Fresh HQ. Mammoth. Some of the gang managed to complete um, a half marathon in Manchester. Woo. And we've not been in the studio together since that. And we can talk about that now. Well yes, do- we can. <clears throat> well done. Well done to you. Yes. Tony's yeah. injured. It's yeah, it's not without its sadness for Tony because I've somehow. I don't know what. How have you done it? It looks like you've been stood on by a horse. It, and I didn't see any horses knocking around. No horses. No livestock on the on the track. What I think what's happened is it was very very sunny on the day. It was very warm. I think my my foot. I feel like that's downplaying it. I felt like I was running through the Sahara Desert without sand. It was hot. I think it was 15 or 16 degrees. No, it was more than that. I think it was 15 or 16 degrees, but it felt so much warmer because we were running. And no, there was no was, cloud. There was, was no cloud. It was definitely more than that. Okay. Not at nine in the morning. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll agree to disagree. Um, <laughs> and what's happened is I think I've caught my toe on the inside of my shoe. And I don't know. It's, it's purple and black, which is not a good thing. And I've not been able, this is no word of a lie, I've not been able to walk properly or run since. Which is very sad. I really oh missed you at running club last oh night. Oh my God. Oh God. I went to the doctors yesterday morning and I've been. I've had antibiotics. I mean, this is really Tollgate. This is the story. I've, had, I've been on some antibiotics for a week, like a fluoxet, uh, penicillin. And the guy last week said, right, okay, you should be good to run in a week. It'll take all the swelling down and you talk go back to whatever whatever and i trust the doctor i'm like right real do mate thanks very much nothing's cha- nothing's changed so i went not to the at all. no so i went to see the doctor yesterday and he goes can't really do anything i'm like you just have to wait I'm like, right. what are we waiting for well a little Miracle. bit of, bit of a to- well bit of a target update this morning okay oh now i've not thought about what word to use here but oh some stuff's come out Oh no! Yeah, I think that's good. That is good. Things are things are happening. Things and are moving. happening. So, um, I co- I what colour was the stuff? Red. Okay, good. Because that that's what's pushing yeah. everything up. That's yeah. what's making it bruise. It's yeah. So listen, all 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 okay. 
after a few days after the, the the half marathon, I was saying to myself, "Yeah, I'm all right with this injury. You know, it's worth it because I got a really good time. I got one minute forty, one hour forty six seconds, which is my first half marathon race for three and a half years. And um, obviously, three and a half years on, my body's a bit older and a bit more worn, and my knees aren't great. So I was well chuffed with that. So I said, "Well, this is the price you pay for getting a good time." And now I'm really pissed off. I'm like, Rrr. anyway, the guys did really great. Uh, Cheryl and Vicky absolutely smashed it. It was the first half marathon. They, they, they nailed it, and the heat didn't make it easy. But boy, oh boy, was it a great day. I oh, mean, if it you've was so good. If you've never done racing before and you, you're a runner, I really encourage you to book a big race, a great north run or some kind of great run series or something where there's a load of... It's just amazing. Running down Deansgate to the finish line was absolutely mega. And at that point, I was knackered, and the people got me... That last final K down Deansgate, that pe- the, the crowd got me to the end. Yeah. And it, the crowds were like five, six deep. Yeah. It was unbelievable. And then we had our cheerleaders, Jess, Harcourt. Yeah, and uh, Ian Myers. Yeah. And Emily Leyland. Yeah. And, and strongman Pete. And my mum and Alan. Yeah. Oh, it was just... Do you know what? It was so good. And I went out so... F- surprisingly, I went out so fast. And I just thought, I can just hang on. I could just hang on here. It was, and it was good. And I got, I got all the way to the Etihad at about 8K. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm cruising. And when I got through to 12K, I was lapping at 4.58 per kilometre. Wow. And I'm like, I am on for a PB here. I'm going to push. And I got to 14 or 15 kilometres. And the heat caught up with me. And I got there wasn't re- enough water, I don't I got think. really dehydrated. Yeah. I, I had some water on me, on my uh, Batman belt. But it just wasn't enough. After like 200 or 300 metres of having a drink, my mouth would get really dry. Yeah. and Because those little bottles as well that they were giving out were tiny. Yeah, 330 mil bottles. Or and I needed to tip some of it on me. Oh, one of them just went straight over yeah. my head. <laughs> and I think my, sto- my toe started to work. And there was a little bit of an uphill near Old Trafford and all the rest of it. So in the end, I was like, oh, I just can't. I just didn't have anything in. in I was me. so happy though that the last couple of miles were downhill. Oh, my goodness. Round so Old Trafford so was happy. tough. So if yeah, listen. If, if you're into running, I mean, all the I think all the runs have, have, have stopped now because we're going into summer. But if you're into running, just check out some of the. We need to research in September a, another run because I, I I need something in between now and the marathon, which is in October. Mm. I'm going to try and go out this weekend do 14 miles. <laughs> well, it, that's it's a good weekend because it'll be really cool and cold, so that'd be a great idea. What a good thing. But it's good. I think it's like training on the hills. I think training in heat is good because I think it'll make me better in the cold. <sighs> okay. Bit of risk. I mean, we haven't got time to talk about no, that, but no. a little bit of risk associated with that. But um, we do have a marathon coming up in uh, October. The guys are doing the York Marathon, which um, for people who didn't know is in York. Um, so, yeah, full steam ahead. Four Actually, months. Four months to double to write the distance. Training. I need to write a training plan for that. Woof. Yeah. And I we're doing High Rocks in January, aren't we? Well, I might be, but you and Strongman Pete definitely are. I think yeah. you've got a competitive advantage because Pete is very strong. He is strong. He He's is. like, I'll just do all these and you do that. I'm like, no, Peter, I have to do my fair share. Pete is well strong. He lifts so many things. So strong. And also, um, <laughs> listen, I don't know if Pete listens to the podcast, but uh, thank you, Pete, for it. Pete took us in his... Van. In his, yeah, I thought it was a more extravagant word. Than oh, van, um, camper. 
Camper, camper. yeah. Camper uh, van. To Manchester and parked and, and carried the bags and all that sort of stuff. So honestly, Pete, thank, I know I said it the other day, but really thank you so much. And he put up with my massive levels of strops and anxiety on the way to the start line, which happens every race anyway. So thanks for Pete. We, for we expect it now. It's fine. Yeah. We can manage it. Oh, I, just, I, just hate the, I just hate pre-race. Just, I'm full of nerves and full of anxiety, but I've always been like that. Why change the habit of a lifetime? Why uh, change the habit? Yeah, so high rocks training. One of my mates, Joel. Shout out Joel Chase. He's he's doing some uh, high rocks training in alchemy. If you don't know what high rocks is, it's like a CrossFit, running, challengey, hybridy. It's the ultimate fitness race. Some that's the some of the sl the slogan I think, or something like that. So, I mean, get involved in that. I think I'm, yeah. If my knees can. Um, feel my knees. Feel my knees. If I can, if my knees. You find that really funny, don't you? So does Sammy. Yeah, I know. I is Sammy. I is Sammy. <laughs> yeah, it is funny. So if my knees are up to it, I can do some of the. I've started high rocks training. I told you this would be a long podcast. I've started high rocks training. I've started doing the ski. I've started doing the rower. I did a farmer's walk, 150 meters farmer's walk with 40 kilograms this week. That is. That's going going. That. I need to do some practicing. I mean, I've still been training and doing things, but I need to I need to do them with the runs in between. Oh, I can't run. I can't. I can't run at the moment. I just did the exercises. Mm. Um, have you ever been on a ski machine? Yeah. Oh, oh the, the ski erg. Yeah. Yeah. Oh it's my. not my favourite uh, cardio machine. But I was on it last night, and and I was like, no limits. Laura put this this post on. She put a post on Instagram of, uh, last week. With a picture of a, with a professional picture of her finishing on Deansgate, and she's smiling and all that. And one of the hashtags was no limits, and I saw that and I thought, oh my god, and that has really impacted me. And now, that is what that is what's in my head: no limits. Because we all do, the time. we put limits on ourselves all the time. I don't know if I can do that. That's too heavy. That's too far. That's too fast. And the marathon, the half marathon, has really given me confidence and shown me what I have got inside me. And that I can do it. And the f oh, sorry, oh, sorry, I just hit my elbow. <laughs> and the first time I did the ski machine, I did five hundred meters, but I did it in two sets of two fifty because I'm a bit scared. But but the, the, this week I'm like, no limits. I ain't stop. I am not stopping. <laughs> I'm not stopping. Yay! So I did it. I, th I did it in four minutes. This a thousand That's meters good in going. four minutes. That's yes. really good going. Cause it's, it's hard the ski machine because it with the row and the assault bike you can go further with each kind of push or pull Don't whereas the ski erg it takes it's slower it, you get the distance in a slower time and it's it, it's yeah it doesn't matter but we're gonna have to i'm gonna have to fall back in love with it for high it's all right yeah it's all right so good so you, are, are you booked it have you booked it no i don't know if you can Oh, no, yeah, good shout. Yeah, I don't know if you can. There's one in October and one in November that Joel's doing one in uh, October. But keep saying, to, shout out, Joel. I don't know if he listens. I'd like you to, Joel. Um, we said to him a few weeks ago, uh, he needs to make some changes in his life. You know, he has a few glasses of wine every weekend. You know what I mean? I'm like, Joel, can't be doing this, mate. You're going to be a high rocks athlete. He's like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start making some subtle changes. Subtle changes. <laughs> We're still waiting for these subtle changes. Oh, from Joel. Dear. Come on, Joel. Dear. You can do it, son. Um... <laughs> Speaking of training, um, is there any SAS Who Dares Wins update? Well, they've not been in touch, which makes me sad. It thinks that it makes me think that they're not interested in me being on the show. What did, when you put your application in, 
what did email did, did did what email did they send you back saying what the process would look like? It was just like thanks for your application. Um, basically, they'll be in touch if I'm successful and only that. So did I'm they have a time scale for that or not? No, but they did say Pump. you needed to be available for three weeks in the summer. It's summer now. Oh, summer now. Yeah. Oh, summer now. It's yeah. All right. So it's I not mean, it's a bit vague because summer is three months long. <laughs> it's not a no, but it's not a yes. It's not a yes. So. If you're, is it Channel 4? Come <laughs> on, get in touch, please. I've got a PA now and everything. I'm very important. If you're a production executive from Channel 4... You just reminded me, I need to check in with yes, the, the TV was, producer. Yeah, what's happening with that, I please? I don't know. She, we put our pitch in to BBC 3. Mm. Was it BBC 3? You can't swear on BBC 3, can you? Can you? Mm. I don't know. Anyway. In, she did it early May, I think. So we need oh, to right. need to see. I'm assuming we've not heard back from him, but I will check in. Yeah. Um, right, okay. Uh, Tony's tour. You've been doing some Bieber judging. <laughs> do you like chicken do you like chicken thighs or chicken breast? It depends. I like chicken thigh in like a curry. The cost oh, of living crisis has moved it. moved Tony from breast to thigh. Okay. For his salads. He's a leg man now. I am. <laughs> Better value. So, it's like chicken breast. I'm just having that with like vegetables and potato or whatever. Yeah, I'm having that for my lunch today. But yeah, I do. Well, I, I do like getting a whole chicken and then using the whole thing. So I'll eat the breast and then I put everything else into curries and stews and stir fries and stuff. Very good. It's more tasty. Is the it? Thigh, you... And it's more Moist. Moist. <laughs> <laughs> That's a word I never thought we'd use. Because chicken breast can sometimes be dry. It sometimes can. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I usually... Yeah, let's not get bogged down in there that. There you go. Um, well, yeah, cost living um, is changed a lot of things. It has. If you prefer chicken thigh over chicken breast, please send Vicky Taylor a message on LinkedIn and tell her <laughs> which one, please, because she was delighted to receive a myriad of messages after... Um, her podcast a oh, few weeks ago. Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, this is well good. Also, if you've got any uh, recipes for these chicken thighs, then uh, Ooh, yeah. also send, send those to, to Mickey. Mickey she can pass them on. <laughs> send your chicken thigh recipes to Mickey Taylor on LinkedIn. She would love nothing more than that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you've been beaver judging as well, haven't you? Which took out a whole day at Blackpool Football Club. You enjoy yourself? Yeah, it was good. It was quite. It was really inspiring. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Just send your chicken thigh recipes to Mickey Taylor. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, it was good. I bet you, what, what category were you? I was growth. Scale, scale up, yeah, scale growth. Up, yeah. Emily was employer. And it was really inspiring. These businesses are fab. And um, it was it was weird to be on the other side of the desk because I'm always the one that's being interviewed. So I tried to be really nice. Well, you are really, what do you mean you tried to be really nice? Well, no, to make them feel comfortable. Oh, of course. Some, you could tell some people were super, super nervous. Yeah, well, but the, yeah, it's a new, probably a new environment for them. Yeah. They've never done it before. But so. Yeah, it, to listen to what they're doing, how they've grown, how they're going to grow, what the plans are. Great. And just to see the passion. Oh, it was so nice. It was a really long and tiring day. Right. We had 10 interviews, and Ooh. they were 35 minutes long each. Wow, so we that's had well five. longer than Red Rose. Yeah, then a, then a 30, 40-minute lunch break, and then another five. Crikey. Yeah, so we were there from like eight till five. It was a long day. Well, it's just a regular day, arguably, but anyway. I know, but imagine just speaking, just doing interviews all day. I'm, I'm imagining it now, hence the silence. Uh, yeah, it was really good. Good. Very um, good. Ne next stage is... Uh, we're going to, on the site visit 
uh, later this month in the fancy Bieber van, which looks a bit like the ones off The Apprentice. <laughs> you would bloody love that, wouldn't you? <laughs> that is right in your wheelhouse, isn't it? So we go, Woo, so we have to mean? score them again. So we go okay. out, see them, see the site, see their people, and then we score them again. And then all of our scores from the interview and the day get added up, and the finally the winner gets announced on the night. Very Ye- exciting. Beautiful. Good. Yeah. So good luck to all those Bieber kids. Um, you'll be great. Right, we need to start talking about this. Topic. I'm ready. Listen, I'm ready to talk to you about 20, anything. 20 minutes. I know. I told you to tell Dave that you're going to be late. Um, I'm ready to talk to you about anything you want. Go. Right, okay. So, recently, um, I've been going to Yab by Andy Henderson. Shout out to him. It's, if you've not been, it's really good and you definitely should go. A collection of business owners all helping each other mm. solve problems and find solutions. Okay. Anyway, yes. so I went and... Um, I was talking about some of the things I was... Challenges that we, me and Emily are facing at yes. the moment. And a few people... It was really interesting. Some people said, we really know about you and Emily because you're prolific was the word on LinkedIn. Which Great I word. really like. Great love word. Love good words. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, thank you so much. Like, but we're not, some people weren't, uh, weren't certain on what it was I did, how I helped people. Uh, and one person thought that I just did awards because of the freshies. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is really interesting. My Perception. instinct, yeah, my instinct was to defend. Of course. And disagree. But I was like, no, no, because mm. that's how they view Perception what is I've reality. Out there. So it made me think, like, you've got a really good personal brand, but we don't know much about the brand of Fresh Perspective. And I'm like, ooh, this is quite interesting because probably maybe work more on my personal brand, but I see myself as part of Fresh. But if people don't... Yeah realize that they've not scrolled down my LinkedIn profile it's not in my headline they might not know that mm. and so clearly I need to talk about recruitment more yeah how we help people added value uh, yeah, why we're different to normal agencies because when I told them wh- what we did and how we were different they're like oh my god that's amazing we didn't know that I'm like right this is really useful feedback so that's what inspired me to want to talk about it on today's podcast like okay to other people, because it could be you're expecting a miracle. If you're not working on your personal brand, you're not working on your business brand, but you're expecting the business, the sales, the new hires to come to you, it's not going to happen. No. So luckily, I have a good personal brand, which is obviously helping obviously. me win business and hire people, but I've got some work to do on the business brand. And I just wanted to share that with the people to get them thinking, do they need to work on their personal and or their business brand to help achieve the goals, dreams, aspirations that they've got rather than just waiting for a miracle to happen. Very good. What are your thoughts, Tony Greenwood? My thoughts are, I think I'm probably in the same boat as you as regards putting out my personal brand. Maybe because I've taken your and Emma's lead over the past couple of years in the fact that what I don't want to do when I promote myself or the business or stuff across social media, I don't want to I don't want to be that buy my stuff guy, right? I don't want to be, you know, if I was in the in the in, my, in the fresh shoes, it's like, have you got any, have you got any vacancies? Can we fill you? Like, I want people to try and know me for who I am and what I do and my expertise, and it just so happens that I do what I do. Yeah, well, people buy from people, don't they? Exactly. So I, 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 don't get me wrong, it does work the way that we've been doing it. Like, I mean, we get 90% of our business through LinkedIn, so it is working, but it obviously could be better. Yeah, of course. But So I'm thinking, I will still do the 
this is me, this is what I'm all about, this is what I stand for. But then at least once a month, once a week, I probably will do a buy my stuff post. But it it doesn't have to be not if we've got a vacancy getting touched. No, uh, no, yeah. When I say buy my stuff, I mean that that is one extreme, isn't it? No, I know but, what you. Yeah, I know what you mean. But now. but and, and, and what uh, my buy my stuff would be the hashtag travel with Tony. Look, I'm at Lane Seven today. Look, I'm at Hot Water Club. Look, I'm in Manchester. I'm in I'm at the brewery or whatever, whatever. That would be a buy my stuff thing. Um, the rest of it is is not a Facebook style post, but like this is me, this is what I'm doing, this is these are the challenges I'm having, what's everyone, all that sort of stuff. Because yeah. I think people like to see that, don't they? Oh my god, well they resonate with you, um, and they want to know who you are. They don't just want to know what you do. No, they well, absolutely I think that's what don't. What it used to be like, it was all very professional. This is what we do: sell, sell, sell. And I still get loads of messages like that, and I don't respond well to them. I'd rather build a relationship, understand people first. Wait, where are I? I've recently, this week, this week, I've had two direct messages on LinkedIn from people I've connected with that just selling me stuff straight away. And it really, really puts me off. Same, yeah. It's like, you, you, you're giving me a wedding ring. We've not even been on the first day yet, hello. Calm down. Come on, give me a kiss and a cuddle first, will you? Christ. And then, I don't know what's happened, but people are, um, so here's a link to my calendar, let's schedule a call. I'm like, what? Who are you? Who are Who you? Are you? <laughs> and then... Do you know what really gets on my go at the moment? Well, let's do it. Let's I go get on. in a lot of sales emails. She's fine. Everyone is, yeah, needs we do. to do a job. The salesperson is there to spread the word. I'm fine sell, with that. Bring That's in what the we business. do. That's what exactly. I, yeah, I have yeah, no yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah. But I don't always have time to respond to them. And I don't always have time to respond when they've emailed me. And then they email again the next day saying, just notching this up to the top of your inbox. I'm like, and it, it makes me mad. I don't know why it makes me mad. <laughs> if you're out there and you're a sales team or you're a sales professional, maybe the person you want to prospect, just do a little bit of research first about how you can add some value and why we should have a conversation. Because otherwise, you're just in the rat race of stuff, aren't you? You're just in the rat race. Look, for, for Research yeah. about the organisation that you want to do business with and why you want to do business and why should they do business with you. Then at least... That there's going to be an appeal, or there should be an appeal, depending on how you've sculpted your email and your approach, that they should do business with you. Yeah. Or send something memorable, like a, I know, a, a nail file. Or send women a nail file, because they always need nail files, right? Or something like that. Or something. They are handy to have around nail right. files. If anyone's thinking of getting some branded merch, or, nail or, files, water, water bottles, bottles, useful things. Yeah. Just something memorable because a lot of people, a lot of the, a, a lot, a lot of people are still doing a lot of mainstream stuff as prospecting. And I say to my guys, you've got to be different, and you've got to leave a stamp on the conversation or on the meeting because it's a competitive world out there. We're going into sales here a little bit, but it's a competitive world, and you want to be memorable. I always leave a stamp wherever I go, good or bad. Bang of the desk, wallop. But I get a lot of, um, so it's still relevant to business branding. So I get a lot of sales things from people who are doing lead gen. But they're obviously lead gen in me. I'm like, so if this is how you do lead gen, then I'm not mm. interested in you doing it for me if this is how you do it. No, um, no. Ask questions. So if someone asked me a question um, that was an interesting question and I could easily answer it, or if, they'd see, if you're on LinkedIn and it's not an email and you've seen that I've done a half marathon, just mention it. And I'm more likely to be like, yep. oh my God, yes, I did do it. Thanks so much for asking. Yep. You're in there then. We're having a conversation now. 
How did you find it? Yeah, make it relevant. So I did a half marathon. That's amazing. How was it? And I'd be like, oh, thanks so much. Because I cannot ignore stuff like that. Because um, you've taken the time and the effort exactly. to prospect properly. Because it's just like at networking, we've probably all been there where someone's come up to you and they've just got into a monologue about them and what they do and you're stuck in a corner and you're like, oh my oh. God, I, they've not stopped for breath. They've not asked you a question and they're no. asking you if you want to buy it, meet or whatever. And I'm like, but then there's the other people that come over and, and talk to you. How have you been? What have you been up to? Um, how's your day going? How's business? How's the kids? You know, it's really about relationships. Then that is, it's all part of your brand and who you are. Yeah, and what I've noticed recently, there's a couple of people who I've started to follow on LinkedIn or I'm connected to on LinkedIn who do just do personal branding. Yeah. Interesting, eh? I didn't even know that was a thing till like six months ago. Same, probably. Six, yeah, this year, um, like yeah. over the last six or 12 months, I've realised that people actually do that do shit. Do it, yeah, yeah. And, and help you. And it's all about figuring out what you stand for. So I... Um, I've done a bit of a piece of work with someone, a personal brand person, personal brand person, and um, it was all about why would people want to listen to me? So she's like, "What do you want to talk about?" I'm like, "Recruitment, growth, hiring, retention, people, business." She's like, "Right, there's other people on Instagram and LinkedIn talking about that stuff. So how are you going to cut through? What is different about you?" I'm like, "Well, it's probably done in a light-hearted way with positivity and kindness, a bit of sass, a bit of swearing, oh, not yeah. taking too seriously. It's definitely not boring. It's not formal." At all. She's like, well, that, so that's your brand. That's the people who will appreciate that will listen to your business topics, videos, podcasts, posts, over someone who is very formal, very scripted, very serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, it's and not you. Yeah, so, so it's figuring out who you are as a person and what makes you different to somebody else doing something similar. And then talking about that in the tone of voice with the right words and the right topics mm. and the and the colours and branding and imagery that go that then goes with it. Wowza. Now I just need to replicate that for fresh, because clearly I've not been focusing on fresh as much as my personal brand. Oh, okay. So, um, so would yeah. you, do you have a plan and a strategy to t- sort of execute all these all these things? So my, yeah, so my, I wanted to really start to build my brand on Instagram, but it's really hard. So I think is LinkedIn is my platform. Um, I do do bits on Instagram, and no, it's I more don't. about sharing tips and advice on business and hiring, mixed in with personal things about myself. Okay. Um, okay. Whereas LinkedIn is, uh, so it's you've got a, a big, big audience on LinkedIn. Though. Yeah. So I have to post my strategies. Post every day. Yeah. Sometimes it usually it's one thing about what I've been up to at the weekend, a couple of recruitment business related ones, and then others that are different different topics, just to try and give a balance. Um, yeah. But yeah, and I do something similar. Instagram is very different, and it's, so it's figuring out what platforms you want to be on, what do you want to achieve, um, what is your brand personally or for your business, what's your message, um, who do you want to attract, why do you want to attract those people, and what is it you're going to do and talk about. Yeah, so if you're driving those, those, those right behaviours, then you are going to get people who are interested in your brand, both business and personal, and hopefully you'll get some inbound stuff off that. I, th- I think you will. Once you start it, you have to keep doing it and do it consistently. Yeah. Um, and can once you've figured out what the brand is, who it's to attract, why you're doing it, uh, what it is you, you want to 
to do for these people? Why I want to attract them in? And and then you need a plan and a strategy. So if it's a post once a week or it's three times a day every week, yep. it's figuring out what those posts should be because they should all be different, when they're going to be posted, what platform you're using, and tracking your metrics, I suppose, and seeing when you start doing it, does anything change? And, and, and figure out which posts are doing well for you and then do more of those. Okay. That's so I've done it well on my personal side, as has Emily, but we need to probably apply what we've done personally now to Fresh. You've got to keep ploughing those fields. Yeah, and it's hard, you? yeah, because the brands are different. We've now surpassed. We're probably people separate to Fresh in our own right now, whereas before we were Fresh. All right. So that's where I think oh. it's got a bit murky. Confusing. <laughs> um, w I don't expect any miracles in our business. I tell the lads to... to forage and plough those fields all the forage. time yeah like little pigs for truffles yeah and we've got a, we've got a strategy to get into the market and um recently had a, quite a bit of success with um referrals and recommendations to larger businesses which is um which has stood us in good stead and i always tell the you know do you know what i always tell the guys that when we do a good piece of business for a customer ask them who else they no, i know it's, it's easy to do but the we get out of the habit don't we Ask them who else they think would benefit yeah. from something similar. Uh, yeah, we need to do that more. Because, I mean, don't, you know, because if someone's had a good time yeah. and they've had a good experience, um, then they are more likely to recommend. And it's so, as regards that sales process, it's so easy because you don't have to break down any barriers. You've got a referral. You're speaking straight to you know, straight to the person you need to speak to. Like I had a, conversa I had a conversation yesterday for a, um, a very, very big brand in the entertainment space. They've got eight venues up and down the country and I got recommended into the CEO. She's passed me through to head, head of bars. Head uh, of bars? And he's coming, he's coming to the... He's coming, did a little, I had a little 10, 15-minute conversation with him yesterday and he's really, really... He's, he booked in, in on his calendar on the call to come to the brewery. Oh, this is well good. And the and the huge, and that you know that's again, it's all about asking the right questions and and then th good good things will come on if you do a good job for someone. Who else do you think? You know what I mean? If, even if you're cleaning windows or something, who else? Who, who's other windows can I clean? If you think I've done a good job, oh, you want to speak to John at number eighteen. <laughs> And, and, and it's still linked to the branding, though, because your brand isn't just what you put online. It's who you are in a person. And then if they're, you've done a good job for your client, they, you ask them who else can do you know that we can positively impact as well. They then recommend you someone. They will, first of all, look. Before they might agree to a meeting, they're going to look you up. And so your brand yeah. is important, and it needs to match up to you as people as well. So that when they see your brand online and they meet you in person, it's consistent, and they're not like, Oh, this is totally different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good. Excellent. Well, I think that's all I want to say about this. So figure it out. Have a plan. Have a strategy. Have a plan. Weave it into your business and sales plan and strategy. And uh, keep doing it once you've started. Very good tips here. Very good tips. Tips. Tip. Tip. Um, <laughs> not many life hacks today, but certainly some excellent business tips about your personal and oh, there business. there isn't any life hacks. Mm, chicken thighs. Okay, yeah, all right. Chicken thighs. <laughs> I've just thighs, said chicken thighs chicken twice. Chicken thighs and chicken thighs. And, chicken and that thighs. is a wrap, guys. Thank you, everybody. Don't forget, there are 
maybe a handful of tickets left for the Freshers, which is the 23rd of June at Rivington Barn in Charlotte in Lancashire in England. Um, please send Vicky a Taylor a message on LinkedIn if you'd like to come. And why would you not? We're trying to raise £20,000 for charity. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's going to be epic. It is. I'm well excited. We've got a saxophonist and a bongo player. And a singer. And a singer. And a comedian. And a comedian, yeah. And a top-notch yeah, DJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. Confetti yeah. cannons, smoke machines, oh. pizza. Wiggity whack. Drinks and dancing. What more do you want? Oh, baby, I am ready. Um, peace out, kids. See you later. Thanks for listening to a fresh perspective on business podcast. Please make sure you subscribe to us and don't forget to follow us and leave us a five-star rating or review. You can also find us on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. God, we are everywhere. And our website address is www.fp-resourcing.co.uk. And that's a wrap. Bye. Bye.